Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this shit show since the beginning. I'm Kyle and I have no regrets at all about any of my behavior. None? Whatsoever. Okay. No. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle, shouldn't you be wearing Don't a worry. bra with that? <laughs> Come see your king! <laughs> Kyle... <laughs> she made the dress. She had the dress created in Nigeria. Why Get a bra built into that shit? Or buy one. <laughs> hey Kyle, we're gonna we're gonna do a little Matt and Poodle real fast. A- ask me if I'll marry you. <laughs> Just do it. Will you marry me, Kim? Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Lana. Our- that's Lana! our impression of 90 Day Theater. That's the best we can do. <laughs> Lana, marry me. Uh, Her response okay. was like a yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very uncertain. Is that how your wife agreed to marry you? When I when I proposed, my wife said, okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time to get on the plane. Skedaddle. I, I am very that. happy we can start Visa. I will be able to leave dating site probably. Lana? <laughs> Lana just broke out her like perfect English at the last oh, yeah. minute. Yeah. She's like, oh, by the way, I understand everything that you've been saying. Just like I said last week, hashtag Kim's always right sometimes. <laughs> Not very often, but sometimes. I have my girl now. She is now mine. Mm. (laughs) Oh, I have a big... Okay, this is the big opening question for you to open this podcast. Who is happier? Lana, that David is gone, or Usman, Usman, sorry, Usman, that Lisa is gone? Erica. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) In all seriousness, (laughs) it has to be Usman because... You know, David is a creep. But Lana kept him at arm's length. Yeah. She's been with him all of four hours. <laughs> she probably, honestly, she honestly probably doesn't even care. It's fine. Yes, great. I'll marry you. Awesome. Yeah. Usman has probably been physically assaulted many times <laughs> off camera. He gets screamed at. He gets called the N-word. Ugh. And, Gross. and... Apparently, according to him on that interview we heard from a different podcast, she, I, I, we don't even need to get into it, but she has, she basically is threatened to do self-harm if he doesn't marry her. So, of course, Usman is yeah. way fucking stoked to get her out of Nigeria. Yeah, and mo- mommy, mommy at this wedding looked Oh, miserable. So maybe the question should be who is happier, Usman or Usman's mom? <laughs> totally. Another thing this is poor woman. Lana's family, whoever they are, probably don't even know David exists. They, yeah, they have no need to interact with David. Usman has brought shame upon his entire culture. I, he really has. <laughs> he, the fact that he went through with it is beyond belief. He did it. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll get in deep. Um, you guys, it's been, it's been a rough week. Uh, we're gonna try to try to, you know, have some fun during this podcast. Um, and yeah, we're, we have never denied you. We have never. I cannot say no to you now. (laughs) (laughs) There are some good one liners, but overall, it's only going to get better. Overall thoughts on the episode though. Dog shit. Dog shit, right? They dragged this out as usual. One episode too long. Last episode was the end of the good stuff. Yeah. We had the Jeffrey and Varia show, which we don't watch. Seriously, it's been... It was like half of the episode. It is kind of a bummer. I mean, the last three episodes have been the Joffrey and Varya show. I know. It, I, I don't think anyone really cared about them until recently. And yeah. It sounds like it's gotten real spicy. It I still haven't spicy. watched. However, I have to say, like, the pitting two women against each other fighting over Jeffrey. 
it makes me sick just to think of about it. So yeah. I'm not that sad that I missed it, but yeah, I do at least think it was drama. And then, you know, we have basically Lisa and Usman for the rest of the episode as well with a little bit peppered in. There's some David stuff that was, that was funny. That's true. There but was fun there. W- who else? Uh, you know, the Ed conversation with his daughter had to happen, but yeah, it was not, so boring. Whatever. I don't give a shit about <laughs> Stephanie, Yolanda, and Darcy. Not at, at all. all. I forgot Yolanda was even on this show. I was like, oh, who, oh, the, there was a hilarious meme that was like, even production has given up on Yolanda. Right. Because like they were filming themselves. Like this was pre-quarantine and they're on freaking Zoom and like have yeah. a selfie stick. They don't even have a producer there. It's crazy she's there's nothing her, to produce she's the daughter's filming herself there's like self-quarantine no, she's like on facetime <laughs> like the, yeah. by the way did you see self-quarantine which is airing as we're speaking no, um maybe not quite not yet a, i'm not a time traveler kim <laughs> sorry i don't know at what time it i know it airs tonight but i just don't know at what time Corey and evelyn are like <laughs> like back on they a, she, she was yeah they're fighting and I'm, I want to watch it. I'm for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it too. Um, we are going to talk the other way tomorrow with a matapoodle. <laughs> I can't wait. We're pumped. That's for Patreon, though. Did we just dick tease people? Sign up for Patreon oh if you God. want your dick stroked. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that was not a promise. <laughs> I don't know what you're peddling over there. I but think we need a new thing. I'm peddling. I think we need a new tier. Yeah. <laughs> Sign up for OnlyFans with Evelyn. <laughs> I read on Reddit that someone who signed up for Evelyn's OnlyFans said it's basically just the stuff that she deleted off of Instagram. Hmm. Well, good for her making money. If she's making money, it, listen. If she prom, if she under promised, or no, false advertising. If I'm it was already false advertising. I'm already kind of wasted. It's been one of those weeks. <laughs> <clears throat> if she over promised and under delivered, I could understand being frustrated. But I don't think that she's plastering nudes, nudes, nudes on her OnlyFans page. Right. Yeah. Um. Speaking of selling things. I want to hop into evidence that made me extremely irritated today. I was ranting and raving about it the moment Kyle entered my door. <laughs> I even brought cake and she I was barely so acknowledged it. I'm so <laughs> mad about this. I did love it. The cake is delicious. Homemade whipped cream. Like seriously, I don't even know what that is. Okay. <clears throat> if you're if you're still on keto right now, I <laughs> I can't, I, can't. I I really admire you yeah, and your dedication. I do too. Good good for you. I'm eating away all my sadness. Yeah. Um Ash, this is this is so Frauded by TLC posted this um T, so go to her account if you want the comments and all the stuff. She posted earlier today, Ash asked Tom, this is per if you sorry to set this up, if you saw the um the preview for the next preview episode. for the tell all, which is literally they must have filmed another freaking 10 hours because all the stuff that I saw wasn't even stuff that I watched then 10 hours of the leaked footage. I think most of the preview was part one, which was not leaked. Jesus Lord. Okay. So there was a part of that though, where Tom was like, I'm not going to speak if Avery's on the phone, which is so confusing. And we were like, what, why do you care about Avery? Aren't you going to hit on her the entire call? Yeah. Like, so he did. Yeah. It turns out, (laughs) turns out, Ash asked Tom to help him test Avery's commitment. So to help a friend. That's what a relationship coach does. This is so fucked up. Okay, hold on. Let me get through it and then I'm going to rant so hard. So to help his friend, Tom began communicating with Avery and asked her out. This is to test Avery's commitment. She said yes a mere two days after one of her many breakups with Ash. Only once the date was set did Avery find out it was a setup. Don't don't Cool. Let's break this down, Kyle. How much rage do you feel on a scale of one to ten? Six. I feel like a nine point five. <laughs> and let me tell you why. Because because it's taking my mind off of other things that are worth inducing rage. And uh, real rage. And also 
because Tom and Ash set Avery up after Ash and Avery had broken up, apparently, and she was single. These and then men. Tom asked her out, and she <laughs> said yes to a date. What did they catch her doing? These men understand. are in their late 30s and oh early 40s, and this is the shit that they're doing. Why are... What... I? What then, commitment oh is... What commitment is Ash testing? She dumped you. <laughs> she broke up with you, and then you asked Tom to set her up? I just... Okay, look. Poor poor judgment on Avery's part because she said yes to Tom because Tom sucks and he has no redeeming qualities. And Tom, in the comments of all of these posts about this this piece of evidence... Is like, yeah, Avery thinks she can sell her story. Unfortunately, a lot of cast think they can do this. I'm like, you're all selling your stories. You're on a fucking TV show. Right. <laughs> That's All of you are selling your story. And also, who is going to buy this piece of gossip? No one is paying for this. I don't, it makes no sense. It makes no sense what Tom is saying. Also, if Avery is a single woman and wants to date Tom or anybody else that asks her out, she is free to do so. Why is it a problem what? at all? I don't get it. I it, don't understand. I, in Avery's defense of saying yes to a date with Tom. I mean, whatever. That's her prerogative. It probably was before she saw how much of a piece of shit he was on this season. That's true because she hadn't seen this season. And Tom has for sure glammed up since the last season where he wasn't a saint. And I'm sure someone's going to point out the, mo- the incredibly horrifying, that we're aud- forgetting the audacity um, <laughs> of Tom from last season. He was, he was kind of shitty at the tell all, but I, again, I have to have rose colored glasses with most of these people. We hate all of them. <laughs> we, hate them. we hate them. We hate them. them. <laughs> but I don't remember being Tom. I got to stop drinking. Um, I don't remember Tom being half as bad as he has been this season. I don't either. And that may be just like we have really short memories because, I mean, think about all we've endured this season with Big Ed and baby girl Lisa. Tom of last season is a distant memory. Distant memory. Tom is a good guy (laughs) compared. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I didn't say that. Don't worry. We hate him. Don't worry. Um, So, fuck. what, What is the... Also, she was, again, like, this was a plot that Ash and Tom admittedly cooked up together to, like, catch Avery in a crime. And she didn't fucking do anything wrong. This just shows that Ash is obsessed with her. Obsessed and just bad. This is the, this reminds me of, like, people that go you know go through somebody's phone or their like diary or something and then are like mad about something they thought five years ago i'm like so stephanie (laughs) like yeah exactly (laughs) like what what are you digging for if you dig and you set somebody up you're gonna be you're gonna end up mad i don't get it i don't get why it was so such a big deal and i can't believe that he brought it up at the tell-all it's so tom will do anything to put attention on himself. And as we have seen with Darcy, he rides the coattails of popular women. Absolutely. Because he has absolutely no redeeming qualities himself or talents or skills. He, and the thing is, if he honestly thought that it made him look like a massive douche canoe, I bet he probably would have tried to steer around it. I honestly think that these two bozos don't think they did anything wrong and they feel like they're right. And that they're going to... They do feel they're right. They're bragging about it all over Instagram. It is insane. When you break up with someone, most of the time, I feel like you're ready. You're you're ready to move on anyway. Otherwise, you wouldn't have broken up. Also, Avery lives in Seattle and Tom lives in Nottingham. And I don't really think this date this hypothetical date would have ever happened in real life anyway. And it's dumb. Even if it did, how do you define a date? Did he say, I would like to take you out to a romantic dinner? Or did he say, hey, you want to hang out at the coffee shop? I'd like to take you to the Space Needle and have a sport of tea and a crumpet. (laughs) Like, 
Is that what he said? Or, hey, I'm going to be in Seattle. Do you want to get a coffee? Right. Is that a date? I don't know. I don't know. If I was in Seattle, I'd ask Avery for a coffee. I would too. <laughs> and I'm married. Seattle, I'd be like, hey, can I have one of your weed salads, Hey, please, what's up? Ma'am? <laughs> I got a really great... I got a really great DM this week on Instagram from... Uh, I, I didn't write down this person's handle. I want to maintain their privacy, but it just said, I walked by David's house and looks like he was doing a recording of himself, maybe for quarantine. He was in his garage showing his bowling trophies. No Lana in sight though. I want to speculate for a moment what the hell <laughs> David was doing, videoing himself and with his bowling trophies. Do you think he was trying to pick up chicks online or do you think he was oh, filming? Yeah. No, he was getting his profile refreshed That's on Anastasia date. That's what I for think. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think uh, David is on the prowl. Um, I, sorry, I have one more rant about Tom. And yeah, then yes, I will, please. I'll shut up. <laughs> Tom is also on Instagram, not only ranting about Avery, but calling bullshit on Darcy, saying that like his friend and his mom never uh, messaged Darcy like she says on this episode. And I'm just like, Tom, who the friend cares? Is, the friend's definitely hammy, right? That's what I thought. Because he yeah. said in the text like, that I he live lives in New Jersey. Lives in New like, Jersey. It's, hammy. it's a guy that we just saw. Yeah. Of course it was hammy. Anyway, I mean, I did think it was a little suspect that they didn't show us the message from Tom's mom, which I would have loved to see. Like, I got the key that she sent back in the mail like because it was definitely Tom's a key to Tom's mother's house because for the 25th time that I will mention on this podcast, Tom lives with his parents and does not have a house of his own. That's the only reason I could imagine that they anyway. All right, let's let's get into the episode. Let's get into the meat of it. Uh, do you want to start with the big guns? Usman and Lisa. <clears throat> It's AKA so hot. Groundhog Day. It's so hot. I'm angry. This is seriously, it's like the same thing over and over again. It's about the respect, fight, Kim. It's about respect. Lisa blowing up, storming off, and then sheepishly being like, I love you. It's very strange. When Usman gets serious, she always backs down. Yeah. Have you noticed always, that? Yeah. Because she knows. She knows that she is fucking up. I think that she lashes out, but she secretly wants Usman to control her. Yeah. I, I mean, we know from rumors of off-camera time that Lisa's very different off-camera than she is on camera. And the things that she says to Usman, or she has, we don't know. She has 50 men's, though. She just does have 50 men's. <laughs> um, this episode is literally named the never ending story because I, it's a never ending fight. I feel between that Lisa and Usman. I feel that in my heart. <laughs> we also feel like this season was probably two episodes too long. Okay. Give me the tell all and give me fucking toe season two. Remember, let's move it along. Remember that for some inexplicable, unexplained reason, one of these episodes was three hours. So, oh yeah. You remember that? I forgot about that. I'm still for angry. No Fuck you, <laughs> TLC, <laughs> for ruining that Sunday for me. Okay. But anyway, also, it was like the best three hours of the whole season. Like, why didn't you save that shit for like now? <laughs> so that means that there. This is episode fifteen. Thirty-one hours of these people. Oh my god, we have watched thirty-one hours. Why? Yeah, I feel like we needed like twenty-six hours. <laughs> Yeah, for 26 sure. hours would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just cut Yolanda and Darcy completely. Well, Darcy, after Darcy's the first some, episode, she's pleasant filler for was, me. I know a lot of people hate her. Whatever. I like Darcy. There was one hour of Darcy content worth watching. That's true. Although I, I kind of liked this, this episode because it showed how much Stacy truly hates Darcy <laughs> with her sneaky comments. We'll get into it. Sorry. Okay. So Usman and Lisa, it's been very hot. Do you still want to marry me? Um, they're not going to throw everything away just because of an argument or two. It's just an argument or two, Kyle. Tomorrow's a new chapter as her 
husband and wife. Control, control, control. It has nothing to do with control. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure this relationship is 100% about who controls who. And then it's all it's all sunshine and rainbows. Like five minutes this. later, yeah. after nothing is resolved. How do they keep making up? It is, I can't understand. It's incomprehensible. Like, they talk, they, they yell, and then two seconds later, they're making out again, and we have to watch it. I think that whenever the cameras are off, Usman takes his pants off and shows her his cock. <laughs> Every time Usman's like, I don't know if it's worth it. But then he always forgives her. But this time when she's like, I'll still marry you if you want to. And his response is, I have never denied you. I'm like, why you should. that mean? You should start. You should deny. <laughs> you you should, should deny hard. You can always start today, Usman. First time for everything. <clears throat> well, she wakes up and today we're getting today we're getting married. Usman. She's like in his face. Just really wants to sleep more. She's like in his face and he is just like, oh, your breath it smells like, like cigarettes. Yeah, just only imagine what the cigarettes smells like. and rum, coconut <sighs> rum, like smell it through the screen. <laughs> uh, Usman does not look. Like one would hope on their wedding day. He, his get up looked fine. I liked his outfit. Yeah, it looked I cool. I was really into the outfit. Attitude, I agree. Okay, we need to have, we need to talk about this dress situation <laughs> because. The Cinderella gown, you mean? Oh my God. It looked like she was covered in white pepperoni. <laughs> As Veronica said on Pillow Talk, I love that she bought local material and had it made locally. Props. <laughs> but there were a lot of problems here, and this is a choice, so we can talk about it. Uh-huh. Um, it was shiny. Uh-huh. There was no built-in bra or just no, just no, no support. And she didn't elect to purchase a separate bra. It's a hard thing. It was a sheer back. Should have been something with uh, cups built in. Do they not have strapless bras in Nigeria? Yeah, but it's the strap probably would have shown through the sheer back of the dress. That's true. That's true. Um, you know, just having having gone through this wedding dress to ball. I mean, bras are the hardest fucking thing. Okay. And I know all the women listening right now are like, yes, amen. I mean, it's like, you know, it's always showing the wrong way. If it's strapless, it's falling down. You just got to get that shit. You got to get that shit like built into the dress. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing. Um, but she did not have that foresight. Uh, yeah, it, very strange, like polka dots. I, it was. Why didn't she go with the Angela look? I know so much better in her red dress that she wore to the reception. I liked it. Like it, it looked yeah, way better. It's fine. And it was, yeah, she loved it though, which I guess is all that matters. I, and. Usman put on a good face. <laughs> he, he, he did. He did. He's like, I want to take a picture. Um, it, you know, not, <laughs> I know traditionally it's bad luck. Like you shouldn't see the bride in the dress before the wedding. I like there's anything traditional about this. I know there's nothing traditional <laughs> about this. And also Usman literally helps dress her. It's not that he just sees her in the dress. He literally gets her dressed. <laughs> she has not formed any relationships with, his female relatives nothing such that it would be even remotely appropriate for her to ask for help unlike angela who yeah oh mama i'm sure that she had help from any number of cousins and aunts and the wives of the brothers yeah yeah, yeah angela's in with those those people um i guess Farouk's daughter during the reception was sitting on lisa's lap which surprised me Cute. i was like oh this little girl is taken to lisa okay yeah I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Let's let's talk about the actual ceremony. All 2.5 minutes of it. <laughs> I think that the crowd, like the, the peanut gallery was more dour and upset than Paul and Carini's wedding, which was a, there, a sad affair. There were surprise, a surprising number of people there, though, especially True. since this wasn't like a traditional house of wedding, as Lisa says. Like, they just are at the ministry. It's a quick 
you know, shotgun type thing. Wham, bam. Yeah. I mean, so much so that the officiate doesn't even know their names. He's like, repeat after me. I say your name. I. (laughs) You over there. Um, it was, yeah, everyone's really quiet. I, soldier boy, do take you. (laughs) Farouk looks like he's at a funeral. Like, Uh, do you think that Uswin's mother was just making shit up or was she actually so revolted that she became ill? (laughs) Oh, she definitely was just pissed off. Yeah. Nobody believes that Usman's mom, AKA mommy was sick and and therefore could not attend the reception. I kind of believe that she got so angry that she gave herself (laughs) some kind of migraine or something. Mommy was never going to the reception though. No, Can we be on. honest here? And then Muhammad, it was Muhammad or Farouk, Farouk was at the reception. So it was yeah, Muhammad. Muhammad, stayed Muhammad was mom. like, fuck yes. Now I have an excuse to miss this thing. Totally. I can stay home in this hotel. Yeah. She was not feeling well. Um, the roommates, <laughs> even though she's old and fat, uh, it might work out, I guess. <laughs> Pretty much what they said. <laughs> really bad. I just went basically verbatim. He's like, maybe if they have patience, maybe. Maybe we don't know. Yeah. And then cool. Usman, this is I know we've mentioned this before, but Usman like breaks out into song. And it's horrible. The dude cannot he sing. Cannot sing. He really can't. I feel really bad saying it because I know this is his chosen career and he's passionate about oh, it. He's local talent, Kim. It is not good. Like, he cannot even carry a tune. It's so auto-tuned if you listen to it. I know. It's, it's yeah. He can't even, like, do the, the like, part. Like, he can't, like, he can't sing at all. I'll be there for you. There. That was about the quality. I don't, I don't know. Should we should we move on? Uh, from I Major wish you Lisa? all the I, best I'm, in your nuptials. I was hoping for something like that was really going to knock my socks out. Socks out? Really going to knock my socks off to like wrap this storyline up. But I was just disappointed. It was shitty. It was shit. Did you see, we didn't talk about this in evidence, but it's been all over the place that Lisa is accusing Usman of being a romance scammer. Yes. She's the romance scammer, one could argue. You were extremely complicit <laughs> in the scam. She got fucked many times. <laughs> she did. She did. Usman held up his end of the bargain more than enough. And I mean, anyway, he, he can't come to the States now anyway. Nobody, Just as nobody a can. Matter of, yeah. A matter of the state of the world. Okay. Right, um, let's save David. Let's go through these. Other yeah, let's go through this boring shit. Um, let's go through Ed and no one. Um, we get more insight into Ed's house. Why was this, there a bra in his ba- on this bathroom light fixture? Why are there pictures of his photography clients yeah, all over his women walls? Women in lingerie in his bathroom. Like, do you think that these women that he took pictures of gave him permission to like <laughs> reprint pictures of them with lingerie for uh, decoration of his home? Not explicitly but they all sign a contract i'm sure that says he can use it however he wants but now people know what that actually means it's just weird i i just think it's weird um i just want to point out ed would not give two shits about tiffany if he and rose had worked out oh yeah he would have been felt fully justified he would have maybe apologized but he would have been like Rose comes first. Sorry, Tiffany. He would have basically said, I was right. Right. You were wrong. He just like, he grovels and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, you're only sorry because it didn't work out. You're not really sorry. Yeah. This conversation was dumb. I I don't have a lot to say about it. Yeah. I really wanted her to go full David Tobo daughter on him. We're reviewing season five on Patreon. Yeah. And it is it is the best season. I'm going to come out publicly and say it too. Hands down the best OG season of 90 Day Fiance. That dinner scene with Tobo's daughter is great. Yeah. Very dramatic. All he really says is, it, you were right. It blew up in my face, but I had to do it. I had to follow through. So far, fine. Right? You were right, but I had to do it. I mean, anyone... Most people would say that if they went through with it. Um, I know I didn't listen and understand why you were so upset. So far, so good. But then he says, 
uh, I'm a funny dumbass. Yeah. That's, Who calls themselves funny? Did you notice he had vanity plates that say big ad? Uh-huh. And then he says he has himself. And then he says he has no regrets. Yeah. What really? (laughs) So you did everything right. You did everything exactly correct. Okay. I I, it was very confusing. Um, I was enraged at the fact that Big Ed just again wouldn't be apologizing, wouldn't be having this conversation if he was coming home with Rose engaged on a K one. Um, he didn't give any details as to why it didn't work out. No, we didn't have a real conversation unless I was edited out. Yeah. Which it could have been fair, fair. Tiffany is a gracious daughter for forgiving him. Um, I I have nothing else to say, really. That was pretty much it. We that didn't get really a it. whole lot. Yeah. That was it. Um, Stephanie, want to knock out Stephanie? Sorry, I, don't, I just don't yeah, have anything no, else to I, say. It was very short and not that juicy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why is Stephanie going on and on about the trust? She was the one that didn't allow trust to be built. (laughs) Erica was extremely honest about everything. I couldn't build trust. I just accused her of being, being herself. (laughs) I don't even know what she accused her of, like existing before her. It made me so mad. I was like, Stephanie, you're the one that personality catfished the yes, girl. Yes, you are the catfish. You you are the untrustworthy one. Even her mom said in the car ride home last week, yeah, you know, you're different online than you are in real life. I yeah. was like, yeah, that's, even mom knows. Your entire career is catfishing your audience. <laughs> then I love this first scene where she's like doing her, ma- she's putting on full makeup and a kimono like robe to go over to her mom's house. She drives her Porsche over there. Have I ever put on makeup to go to like my family's house? I don't think so. I don't think ever. To be fair, she knows she's going to be filmed. That's true. But yeah, that's true. Um, she's like, it's been, it's been a few weeks and I still haven't talked to Erica. I'm like, Erica does not want to talk to you. I don't know how you don't understand this. Erica does not want to talk to you. The last time when I forced her to drive six hours for 10 minutes of coffee worked out great. I can't believe she doesn't want to talk to me. Can we talk about her brother? (laughs) (laughs) This was the best part. Matthew comes out of his room stoned as shit. He is high as a kite, this kid. He says, how many words did he say the whole episode? One? Zero words. (laughs) Kyle, he said zero words. He didn't say, hey. (laughs) I thought he said something like, hey. He may have said like, so, he maybe said hi. Goulash. <laughs> He's literally just watching this unfold with like his big stoner eyes. I loved it so much. This kid so has watched all of her YouTube videos. Uh-huh. He knows that she's bi. This kid knows. He any- knows yes. He's probably seen her naked so many times. <laughs> It's just like he has he has he has to get astral baked in order to even get through this conversation because he does not want to be on camera. He wants to play Minecraft. He's like, why are you dragging me out here? (laughs) (laughs) This kid, I love he's that is authenticity. Matthew is what we should all aspire to. Not only do I have to be on camera, I have to listen to my annoying as fuck sister drone on (laughs) and I have to eat goulash again. He's like, we eat goulash every night, mom. It's the only thing you know how to cook. Can we eat something different? At least they were pouring some like major big glasses of wine. True. I'm sure. I couldn't even tell if he was drinking. The kid looks like 15. Who knows if he's even (sighs) allowed to drink in his own home. I don't know. Seeing, Seeing Stephanie side by side with her mom though. Damn, they look so similar. You could see Steph in, in 20 years for you sure. really can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Matthew. God, I just, I have so many notes about Matthew. Um, things with Erica took a more romantic turn. Matthew's eyes are huge. He's like, it's happening. She's finally telling mom. Finally. God. He's like, I've known for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Her mom like doesn't believe her at first. Which is like, oh, it's kind of really cringy. She kind of recovers at the end. 
I feel like she react. And I've, I've talked about this before. I feel like her mom reacted. First of all, her mom reacted exactly the way I figured she Me would. Me too. I and wasn't surprised. I think that she reacted the way that my parents would too, which was general acceptance, but certainly disappointment. She was. She says, I feel sad. I was like, ugh. Don't say that. You can see where Stephanie gets her princess complex from, don't you? I was hoping you'd marry a prince charming. I'm so glad my parents never said that to me. Don't fucking say that to your kids. Don't, yeah. It's so gross. Um, I, And at the end, I don't know, Stephanie's mom kind of comes around. She said she just wants her to be happy. I feel like she knew. Because yeah, the reaction was too, the reaction was too tame. Yeah, I feel like if Stephanie built this up for. To be clear, though, like when have we ever seen someone drop a really big quote secret, and the nine times out of ten, the other person's like, "Okay, cool." I know, <laughs> I know. Seriously, it's like a secret they build up the whole season, as they did with this one. And then the reveal is so disappointing. Yeah. I mean, anyway. Just um, fucking edge us for 14 episodes and then don't <laughs> complete. Any other Matthew comments before we move on? Just, just, that kid is hysterical. Um, should we All right, go to the big guns now? Let's go to... Mm, I'll stop doing it when he stops. <laughs> there was so much of look at my notes how many ums there are there that's equivalent to the number of ums that were showcased in the episode Kyle that is an appropriate number of ums I mean it's not appropriate but based on what we saw in the episode De- the David, only, go ahead the only thing that I, I feel I feel like a band-aid was ripped off finally because David like after 15 episodes acknowledges that her being on the website is not ideal. And I just feel like, and he comes to that. He acknowledges so so quickly. Why hasn't this been addressed in the last eight goddamn years? Because he's never met her in person. That's why I know. But he could have sent her the phone five years ago. He did. He said in a previous episode that he had given her a phone. Again, this is over eight years, so it was probably a freaking Blackberry version too. Who knows? (laughs) You know what I mean? Because she said that like it was hard for her to press the little buttons with her nails. Oh, God. Yeah, that was... Oh, you know what? That might be in the tell-all leaked footage. I can't remember where how I know that. Okay. But, so sorry if that's a spoiler, but he had sent her a phone before, but I literally feel like it was like six years ago. Maybe that's why I've never heard this. Yeah. Okay. And it just, yeah, she said it was too hard for her to function with the phone with her nails or something, which is bizarre because like none of these things add up. Like he's, you know, also in the tell all footage, we know that like David thinks that Lana's so poor and only has three pairs of shoes that she couldn't possibly like. You know, we've already seen her in two really nice coats. <laughs> but also, I the only counterpoint that maybe lends itself to her being poor is that she wore those sneakers to again right, to a romantic dinner. In on them, it could just be that she doesn't give a shit about David. It could be that she really doesn't have that much, that many options. That's true. I guess it could be true, but I just she's making money from this website. There is not I refuse a to believe viewer that believes that Lana isn't making money from this website. I refuse to believe. Refuse. Um, I will start an international campaign (laughs) to get that website shut down if they aren't paying people at least a little bit. I would too. Um, Anyway, Lana feels a romantic connection in case you didn't know. Lana feels a romantic connection. Okay. Um, this whole trip here, it's just been me in the bed. Yeah, David. It's yeah. been me in my hand. Nope. Mm, with that statement. He's only seen her two of the eight days he's been there. She has to babysit her cousin. 
Man. Why? I mean, what, if you were David, wouldn't you be like, I'd love to meet your cousin? Lana's like, you're not coming anywhere near my cousin. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if that would be cool at all. Um, Every single thing that Lana says, she is literally like a Stepford wife. Like, it is just a platitude. Right. Everything that she says is just this rehearsed platitude. And it's actually kind of funny. There's a Patreon member that said, I know this isn't going to be a popular opinion, but I think David and Lana are cute. <laughs> um, I thought it was so funny. Funny, but hard to disagree. Yeah. I just can't take this seriously. It's I, so absurd. I like, feel like Lana is literally a flowchart diagram. Yes. Where you just, you say you have an introductory question and then you just like, am I on camera? Yes. Okay. Go to this branch. Um, is it a really personal question? Yes. Okay. Uh, say, I do not, I refuse to answer question. If it's no, I like David. Uh, and then uh, end. Like that's it. That's the entire Lana flow chart. David, they open up. Sorry, we are jumping all over the place, but there's just too much funny fodder here. Oh, you need to include, I need more time to connect at a deeper emotional level. Yes. That's definitely somewhere on the flow chart. I feel a romantic connection. I just need more time. Although I'm only willing to spend a maximum of four hours with David in my entire life. So we're coming to that maximum very soon. David is brushing this hair. Do you think it's a wig? Aaron Martin speculates heavily that it's a wig. <laughs> He's hairspraying. His it. hair? Have you ever owned hairspray? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. I'm a hipster. <laughs> didn't you know that? Yes. But I didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that David's use of hairspray is legit? It doesn't. It, um, well, I, I don't feel necessarily qualified to judge men's grooming behavior, <laughs> but honestly, he seems like, it seems like, okay, when, I, when in the past I've used hair products, it's almost always because I got a short haircut, and if yes. I didn't, I'd look ridiculous because I'd have like a little alfalfa, like pointy thing in the, on the back of my head. He has so much hair. What does if it it's, do? If it's real hair, it probably just kind of naturally looks fine without anything in it, right? I don't know yeah. what the point of it is. It's you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. He puts on a weird. He puts on like the Russian winter hat anyway. I so loved that. So he ne- this man, he's always cold because he's in this matrix coat. Why doesn't he get a real coat? It's not. It's not Des- for winter. It's not designed to keep you warm, is it? I don't know what it's designed for. I think he thinks he looks cool, but no. And just get a wool coat, dude. That's something you wear. I Okay, that's something you don't wear. But in terms of <laughs> the necessity of it, there's two days a year in Vegas where you need to wear more than one layer. And so maybe that's warmth appropriate but not in ukraine i mean if i lived in los if i lived in vegas year round i wouldn't own any coats either no that's true that's a good point but i mean like go to costco and but get like a 50 dollar yeah, puffy don't pick don't pick that you've spent three hundred thousand dollars on a website i think you can drop 50 bucks at costco to get a puffy that's my opinion. Okay, moving on. Cafe this meeting. This phone thing was really strange. You So you mean the dinner where he gifts her the phone? Yeah. I I didn't know what to make of her reaction. She has no reaction. That's she seemed, so it, it, she seemed very uncomfortable at first. She did. With it. But that the only explanation, because she says that she wants gifts from him. This is a $1,000 gift. It's, I mean, yeah. There's no way that she thinks that she's going to, it's not like it occurs to her, oh no, I can't afford a cell phone bill. Of course he's paying for it. So that's not a problem. The only explanation is that one, she just doesn't want to talk to him that much. Or two, she is concerned about her loss of income from the site. Absolutely. She is concerned about her loss of income. That has to be it. Absolutely. Yeah. And she just agrees to take it because it would be awkward and weird and it w- it would give away the game if she said no. 
It would. She has no option. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's in front of him and this is why she wanted to avoid a meeting. But yeah, now she, she agrees to leave the website, which she's not going to do and which we've confirmed that she hasn't done. But, um, one thing that, that is so strange about this is, have you noticed that Lana never says anything unless prompted? Never. No, she never like sporadically makes a comment. Right. Which makes me think that she she might not be the person David has been talking to. I go back and forth because, you know, that is the big question is like, is Lana the woman that David has been corresponding with. I honestly think it could have been a rotation of women that he was corresponding with. I think so too. I think it's a pool of people that just have a a kind of chat history and a summary of the current conversation. And it just says likes phone sex. And that's like, (laughs) you know, anybody can do that. He's going to say, "Mm," like, I want to see the notes from Anastasia date, like the internal notes. He's going to say a lot. He lives in Vegas. He likes RVs. Just tell him that his hair looks good and he'll, he's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. So the most confusing scene of David and Lana this episode is David back in his hotel room. (laughs) And he's like, Oh, Sergey. He's like looking at all the links that Sergey sent him of Lana's profiles with different names on various sites. And he acts as though he's proved Sergey wrong. And yet these are still live links on multiple websites. I, the delusion is phenomenal. It's crazy. Also, he makes it sound like Sergey, of his own volition and on his own time, is still researching Lana pro bono. Shut the fuck up. He's pulling up an email from three weeks ago. Right. That Sergey sent him with the info that he paid him to get. Right. So he's, he's like, like Sergey sent it to me anyway. I'm like, I he was probably in his contract. Yeah, I fired him, but he's still researching for me no he's not give me a fucking he break he passed you a few links and so he replies to the email and sends a picture of <laughs> some my of case file. <laughs> so obnoxious he literally says that the, he confirms all of the info on the profile that's definitely her that's her height that's her age <laughs> uh that's her name but this is bullshit <laughs> what <laughs> It makes no sense. It's And then he, he, you know, (laughs) he's arranging for them to meet in the morning. No, no, this is the best part. David gets back to the hotel. I don't know if this is like after the Sergey episode or what. He calls Lana on the brand new phone. He just gave her kisses. (laughs) She doesn't answer. Kisses. (laughs) I like she's already not answering the phone. It's so funny. You know that he get, he did a test call while they were at dinner to make sure the phone worked. Oh, yes, he You're did. you kidding me? The best is though, I couldn't believe that she showed up to take him to the airport. Contractual obligation. She, TLC, well, Matt Sharp definitely was like, I will give you $1,000 if you show up. They had you to can't, have this You scene. can't say you're babysitting your cousin at six in the morning. You've got to know your value. Like, this is a high value scene. I hope she got paid for it. Yeah. I hope she totally. negotiated. Um, so they go, to, they go, he drives to the airport because he's had a car this whole time. Mm, there's so many car. Mm's. There's so many. And now that they're off the website, Lana doesn't even pretend not to understand everything he says. She's not even using the translator app. Yeah. She's using it to speak to him. But she understands everything. So anyway, I don't know. She, in my time with David here, we definitely became closer to each other. And it's a shame he's leaving. (laughs) Are you sure? It is a shame. Mm. The proposal was. Surprising. You were surprised? Well, no, because I knew from the leak. That's true. I felt. Like she did a pretty decent job of acting, except her face when she's hugging him. Until yes, until he, he wasn't looking directly into her eyes. Then, oh my god, she looks terrified. Her eyes are dead the whole time that she's looking at David. They're like blank. Like I, it, she could literally be a robot. I I can't read her expressions at all. Her smile looks fake. 
Her eyes look dead. But yeah, when she's hugging him and he can't see her, she looks scared. And then, you know, you just got engaged. And then she says, okay, thanks. Yes. bye. (laughs) She says, yes. Okay, thanks. Yes, bye. (laughs) He's like, will you marry me? And she says, yes. (laughs) And then he just leaves. He just just leaves. leaves. Well, he left once and she was like, phew, I escaped it. Huh. Huh. And then he comes back and she's like, oh, shit, it's going to happen. She knew it was coming. My fiance. I have my girl. Now she's mine. She's all mine. (laughs) Prepare the RV. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? If you love our podcasts and you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about this trashy trash garbage show for even more hours every week, you can sign up for our Patreon. As a Patreon member, you'll get extended recap episodes every week, typically about two hours long, without ads, and you'll get bonus episodes as well. It's only $5 a month, and you can add our Patreon podcast feed to the Apple Podcast app and many Android apps, including Podcast Addict. So go ahead, treat yourself, and go to patreon.com slash realitycraycray to sign up. That's patreon.com slash realitycraycray. Kyle, do you have any last words? No, I don't. I hope that you guys enjoyed this and laughed as much as we did. I hope you guys laughed too. Yeah. And I guess we'll see you next week with the tell all. Yeah. And maybe a little to, are we doing Tuesday next week? I guess we have to, right? Be advised. Yeah. The podcast will now be released on Tuesday night until the other way is over. Yeah. Yeah. And what else? Yeah. So if you want to hear our uh, 90 day gay cray, patreon.com slash reality cray cray yeah got lots of stuff on there you got lots of stuff um everybody stay safe out there we love you guys love you guys talk to you soon see you next week bye bye